Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $24.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. Cancel the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call now, 877-499-MY-TV. That's 877-499-MY-TV. to Sports Econ 101. You know our show. It's where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality. Today's show is going to be really special. We're going to have a guest on we've had on before. Who is yeah, it? Yeah, it's a good friend of mine, a guy that I was talking to you off air about. I broke him in in uh, <laughs> San Francisco at my old radio station, KNBR. Uh, he's been there now. Gosh, i uh, Almost as long as I've been, as I was there. So uh, Larry Kruger is going to join us. He's a sports talk show host, and he works the middays with Gary Radnich, who's kind of a local institution. And uh, Larry does a very good job, so we'll be glad to have him back on. Uh, we're also, at each commercial break, going to ask a sports trivia question where we're giving away vacations to the first email with the correct answer. And the vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina. Uh, which is located, by the way, about one hour northeast of San Francisco. Got to check them out at lighthouseresortandmarina.com. And those vacations are free. They only request us $75 cleaning fee to cover those housekeeping expenses. Uh, let's see. You can also listen to Sports Econ 101 on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Sports Byline USA, and CRN, by the way, are... Um, are we on the Armed Forces Radio Network? We, we are, yeah, yes. Yeah. We're actually international, Wow, come to think of it. Hey. That's why we have to take hard breaks. and yeah. It's kind of hard because I have to tell the guests, hey, hey, <laughs> hold off, hold off, we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, our Today's trivia theme is, which baseball team was who? Oh, I can It'll do be, that. I can do that one. Yeah, I think, I think actually you're going to know... Most of these yeah. three out of the three, well, three. If, if it's anything after nineteen hundred, if it's pre nineteen hundred, eh, it might be sh- a little sketchy there. The, well, this one goes back to the sixteen hundreds. Can you get that? Whoa! No. <laughs> Whoa! Wait a second. What, what sport I, are we talking yeah, about? That's here? right. I was saying, no <laughs> rounders. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No Abern, Abern yeah. Town ball. Town ball. Yeah. See, I remember all that. Yeah, yeah. That was a great uh, Ken Burns. Yeah. Uh, that was really, yeah. really good. I People like that. don't know much about town ball. That's the American. Well, you know, we can get into. That's a. That's a Early version of baseball, American okay. baseball. And I also wanted to touch on DeGrom. Is that how you pronounce his name? He didn't sign yeah. with the Mets contract yeah. out of a sign of dispute. Too low a payday because the minimum contract. Come on. I don't know. What is it? Six, six hundred fifty thousand. Oh, gee. 000? I feel so badly for these guys. I, know. You know, I, I can't buy a condo for that kind of money. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can't for what, 650000 yeah. That's right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. 
How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best-kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this. So call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at pacificmoneyfund.com. Sports Byline's library of more than 12,000 interviews is a treasure. I'm Ron Barr, and we want your help in protecting, sharing, and continuing to build this sports interview treasure. We've launched a GoFundMe campaign, so please go to sportsbyline.com funding and donate so you can be a part of preserving and continuing to build this unique collection of sports interviews. In appreciation for your donation, support, and telling others, we're going to provide everyone who donates with a link to a special commemorative collection of the Sports Byline Interview Library. This commemorative collection will change every month, and you'll have access to it with your supporting donation of any amount. So go to sportsbyline.com funding and also tell your friends. You'll be helping preserve, grow, and digitize the Sports Byline Interview Library so that today's sports fans and those in the future will forever be able to enjoy this treasure. Thank you for your help and support. Real estate investors, do you hate the idea of being a landlord? We get it. Investment property repairs stink. But did you know that you can earn a high rate of return without being a landlord? That's right. You can make $750 a month on a $50,000 investment property and never repair a roof, water heater, or toilet. The secret to real estate cash flow with no repairs is owner financing. Buy a single family home for $50,000 cash, do $25,000 in rehab, and resell it with owner financing to a qualified buyer for $99,900. You will make an amazing 12% rate of return, and you never have to do a single repair to the property. If you want to enjoy real estate investing cash flow with zero repairs, contact texascashflow.com slash discount. Respond in the next 20 minutes for a $1,000 discount off your first real estate investment. Again, that's texascashflow.com slash discount. texascashflow.com Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who do we have on the phone? Oh, we got my good friend Larry Kruger. We used to work together for a number of years at uh, KNBR. Larry still holds forth there with uh, Gary Radnich, who's kind of a local uh, icon in the Bay Area. Gary's been around for, gosh, 30-plus years. Larry is now approaching 20 at uh, at KNBR, which is is quite a run. And, Larry, before we get into the football, i got to ask you, you know, for the benefit of our our listeners here, a lot of them don't aren't that familiar, perhaps, with the San Francisco Bay Area. But as we know, in working in this business, there are people that stay in one area and one market for their entire lives. And I got to ask you about your partner, Gary Radnich, because he's from the Bay Area and has spent most of his life here. And what's it like working with somebody like a Gary Radnich, who's kind of a larger than life figure? Oh, we have a lot of fun. I mean, he's he's a, he's a he's a fun guy to do a show with. He brings a lot of energy and. And, uh, you know, he's, 
he's got a lot of things to say and uh, he knows a lot of people and, and it's 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 never boring Always a good time. Gary's opinionated? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it is fun to listen to. I have to say, between the two of you guys, you're the the insider. You know, you have a lot of the inside knowledge. Gary has that uh, that experience. It's, it's it's a nice combination. Well, let, let, go actually, ahead. Actually, let me, let me yeah. ask you. Hey, Larry, uh, how did you like um, uh, Lee Steinberg's uh, Super Bowl party? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. it was, we had a good time. We did the broadcast from there the, the day before Super Bowl Sunday, and we had uh, Ron Jaworski and Paxton Lynch and Brent Jones and Lee himself, and uh, we we had a great time. You know, we really had a good time. Yeah. Uh, I got a picture with Anquan Bolden. I mean, those things are fun. I mean, those, those things. Yeah. I thought the I thought the San Francisco did such a nice job of showcasing the Super Bowl and. I'd like to see San Francisco be in the regular rotation. I think it would be a great thing for yeah. the city of San Francisco to be in the regular Super Bowl rotation. Yeah, I took a picture with Anquan Bolden. I put my hand on him. It was like putting a hand on rocks. The guy <laughs> is just solid. Yeah, and he's up, uh, he, he was there as well, and yeah. we got a chance yeah. to talk to him on, on the night that he became the NFL's man of the year. So yeah. it was it was a great party, and uh, and what can I say? It was it was like almost like a Hollywood party. They had. Yeah big runway where you could take pictures and everything. It was quite the shindig. Yeah, that was good times. Larry Kruger from KNBR Radio in San Francisco joining us. Hey, let's talk some NFL football. Uh, the team that really, one of the teams that's really made a lot of noise thus far, and they had a lot of money to spend. You knew they were going to go out and be aggressive. The Oakland Raiders, they signed today, uh, according to ESPN, they signed uh, uh, Kansas City cornerback Sean Smith, six foot four inch, uh, very very coveted cornerback. Yesterday they go out as we speak and got Bruce Irvin, outstanding outside linebacker with Seattle. They go out and pick up another offensive lineman who's supposedly pretty good. I mean, how do you see the Raiders next year with, with the moves they're making? It looks like they could uh, maybe even challenge Denver. Who knows? Oh, I love the Raiders. Are you kidding me? I think they're the hottest team in football right now as far as personnel. I mean, They've added in the last two years tremendous personnel. Amari Cooper, Michael Crabtree in free agency. Obviously, Derek Carr, Khalil Mack. Now you add Bruce Irvin to rush the passer opposite Khalil Mack. In November, you'll have Alden Smith as well. Uh, plus, you got Mario Edwards. you got other defensive linemen that can rush the passer a little bit. You know, I like them up front. They need help in the secondary, but they get a big number one corner in Sean Smith, who's not old. He's a phenomenal pickup for the Raiders, so that was exactly what they needed. They still need to bolster their offensive line, but I love those pickups. And then, uh, you know, Osa Maley, big Ravens guard, has experience at guard and tackle. And, I mean, Gabe Jackson, I think, is an all-pro kind of guard. And, and you've got Hudson, who's a big-time player at center. If you play Osa Maley at guard, um, you know, what an interior you have. And then you have the potential to Use him a tackle as well. It'll be interesting to see what else they do at the tackle spots. So there's some really good tackles will be on the board when they pick in the middle of the first round. That's kind of fun to see the Raiders after all these years of being down for so long finally becoming a factor again. Another team, unfortunately, right now that is the epitome of uh, dysfunctional front office uh, behavior. The Cleveland Browns seems like everybody wants to leave that place. 
Alex Mack, who went to Cal, is is one of the players that left yesterday. I guess they lost something like four players. You know, they they've been in disarray ever since Otto Graham left. <laughs> it's been a while, but it has been. It's true. I mean, sadly, this new franchise, and I say the new Browns because they were born after the old Browns left and went to to Baltimore. Uh, Larry, they have just been the the epitome of dysfunction. What is going on with that franchise? I, I blame Sonny Weaver. I have to blame Sonny Weaver. Who is Sonny Weaver? No. That, Sonny Weaver is Kevin Costner. The, oh, right, the, right. The, the gentleman. <laughs> That's the right. Browns. Very good. Draft day. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, now you know, the, the Browns have, have problems. I mean, but I'll, I'll say this. They're an interesting trade partner if they do partner with the 49ers on a deal for Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to, you know, a whole array of picks that they have, you know, they also have some interesting players on that team that they may be interested in moving. Mm. Um, Isaiah Crowell ran through the 49er defense in the matchup in Cleveland earlier this year. He's a nice-looking running back and would be a great complement to Carlos Hyde. Markevious Mingo, the former LSU outside rusher, hasn't blossomed there, but he still has a lot of talent. Connor Shaw is a quarterback who, you know, is a nice quarterback who is a good player at South Carolina, would be a good backup quarterback for the 49ers. Um, there, you know, they've, and of course, there's there's uh, uh, Josh uh, Gibson, the, uh, um, the wide receiver. Not to be confused with God, Josh Gibson, the uh, the old Negro player, league yeah. baseball player. <laughs> I always think of that. Yeah, 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 weird, me too. yeah whenever I hear that it's guy's got, name, the Black Babe Ruth. Ruth. Yeah. Gibson is another guy, or Josh Gordon, I should say. Okay, yeah, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, the the receiver, is you know a big receiver who's who would be an impactful guy for the Forty ers they would, they're looking for a big receiver. Uh, he may have worn out his welcome because of all the problems he's had with substances there in Cleveland. But, you know, he would be an intriguing player. So they're, they're, Cleveland has some pieces in addition to their picks if they wanted to put together a, a package to, uh, to attract Kaepernick, in addition to the fact that you know, these teams could flip-flop in the first round where the 49ers could move from 7-2 to two if, um, in exchange for Kaepernick. Radio sportscaster and uh, talk show host Larry Kruger joining us from CanBR Radio in San Francisco. And Larry, you know one of the the things that surprises me when I when I think about uh, teams and players jumping around is I'm looking at the number of players at Jacksonville. Now they weren't you know huge names, but they did sign Chris Ivory of the Jets. They signed uh, the Panthers punter Brad Norman. There there are a number of players you know migrating to, to Jacksonville of all places. That's not exactly the uh, the center of uh, of you know of a power in the NFL. What's going on with that franchise? Well, what's going on there, Bruce, is that they had more cap room than any other team in the NFL. Hmm. They entered this free agent signing period with nearly eighty million dollars available cap room, and so you know. Players' favorite color is green, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Put it on the table; guys are going to go get it. And the, you know, the Jaguars you know, potentially could be an ascending club. Uh, Blake Bortles is a nice young quarterback. They have some pieces in place on the defensive side, and you know, maybe some teams view them as a team that could be on the come. But it's really about money, pure mm-hmm. money, and they had a lot to spend, and that's why they attracted a lot of players. And what's the latest with Manziel? Well, I've heard a number of things. You know, one is I would imagine Von Miller as Von Miller seems to feel like Johnny Manziel would be welcome in some capacity in Denver. Wow! So uh, that's interesting. Of course, they were teammates at Texas A&M, so I can see that that connection. But um, it's hard to say with Manziel. I mean, you know, 
in the game against the 49ers this year in Cleveland, he played pretty good, pretty good football. But he's has such a issue uh, with just kind of avoiding the party scene. He just seems to be wed to his partying. And you know, in the NFL, it's the pros. You got to be wed to the process of playing pro football. And until he until he com, you know commits, uh, you know, he's like a single guy doesn't want to get married. I mean, the NFL. For him, is is commitment, and he hasn't made the commitment. That's no. a, that's a dirty word, by the way. I, I remember that word well when I was in my thirties. Commitment. Commitment. <laughs> I was like, every time a woman used that word, I'd, I'd run for the run. I'd run for the hills. <laughs> All right, yeah. stay with us, guys. We had to cut to our first commercial break here, or actually, second break, first yeah. trivia question. Uh, the theme is which baseball team was who. Bruce says he's going to know all these. I, I should. Today's Baltimore Oriole franchise was called what in the 1953 season? Ah, all right. I the, uh, see, I knew you'd know that. Okay, the first email with the correct answer is going to win a free three-day, two-night stay. Larry, Larry probably knows that one. Okay, don't answer it yet, okay. though. Uh, email oh, Edward. Yeah, it's, uh... don't, don't say it yet. Ah. <laughs> email Edward at SportsEcon101.com. The answer to that question. Don't touch this dial. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back with Sports Econ 101. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall & Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall & Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall & Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall & Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800 800- 480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Attention catheter users. Stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month. All at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? 
but it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit, but you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. When we cut to the first commercial uh, break with a trivia question, we asked this question. Today's Baltimore Oriole franchise was called what in the 1953 season? I'm going to ask Larry if he knows. I know what the name of the team was, but I mean, Larry might know. It might be a little. It's before your time, Larry. So I don't what know if were you were the Orioles before the Orioles. Yeah. Where did they move from? They they were in another city. Yeah, because the Orioles have been around since the 1800s. Yeah. You want me to give you this one because it's it's a tough one. If you haven't been into baseball before the fifties and you weren't even born before the you know you were born in nineteen seventy, there's no reason for you to know this. It's the old St. Louis Browns. That is correct. And they were and they were terrible. They were in one yeah. World Series in their entire history in nineteen forty four. The Yankees, right? No, it was against the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Cardinals beat them. Yeah, Stan Musial's, really? so Stan Musial's was... first World Series, 1944, yeah. Wow, so that's yeah. even a closer than the uh, uh, Kansas City Royals, uh, St. Louis uh, Cardinals yeah. in uh, 1985. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's been a few. I mean, Philadelphia, I'm not sure if that, well, anyway, we'll get off on a tangent yeah. talking about that. we got Larry Kruger on the phone. i got to ask you, you mentioned Colin Kaepernick uh, in our first segment, uh, Larry, and there, there's a fascinating guy. Another guy uh, is the guy from Washington, RG3. And there is one team that you mentioned also that is looking for a quarterback, and who knows if they're going to pick up you know, one of those guys or Johnny Manziel. That's the Denver Broncos. Denver, for being a championship team, they lost a lot of talent here. John, uh, Trevathan left. Uh, they've lost Osweiler. Uh, they've lost a couple of guys. So what's gonna, going on with Denver, and, and you think they've got a, an interest in either one of those three? Well, I, I definitely think they're interested in Kaepernick. I mean, I think – you know, and they lost C.J. Anderson, by the way, the Cal Bear. That's right, yeah. Had such a great game in Super Bowl down at Levi's. He bolted today to Miami. Yeah, Denver's lost. I mean, they're they're a, a team that that they're you know I think they've kind of been caught behind the eight ball a little bit as far as you know what kind of cap room were they going to have? What was John Elway going to do? What was they had to have a bunch of different contingency plans of you know, who they were going to pursue because they didn't know exactly how much cap room and when they were going to have it. Yeah, Elway could um, always put a uniform back on. You know, <laughs> yeah. No, but, I, you know, I think Denver also is a, a team that has a lot of talent. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna be good going forward. The Osweiler thing was interesting. I think what happened is that Denver looked at a guy that made seven starts and they said, here, we'll put $45 million on the table. And Houston ran that price up. Sure, Denver was like, hey, look, man, you, you've made seven starts. We're committing. We're committing fifteen million a year to you, yeah. and you've made five, you've made seven starts. You're five and two, so um, they kind of probably had kind of like a hey, take it or leave it approach. And I think Osweiler read the tea leaves and said, hey, Houston's offense is much better fit for his skill set than what Denver does with the quarterback. And I also think that maybe Osweiler feared taking over. Um, a team that's coming off a championship. I would look at that as an opportunity. Other people look at that as a burden. He may have been in the latter, and I think that's why he moved on. So 
It's going to be interesting. I think Denver will be the team where Kaepernick wants to go, but if I'm the 49ers, I think the price has got to be pretty high. And Denver, because there's a potential with that defense and the running game they'll have there, that he could really do exceptionally well. And if I'm Trent Baalke, you know, if I don't get a high pick for this guy, he goes on and leads his team to a Super Bowl or two. I, you know, this is the kind of thing that stains my my career and hurts me badly. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see what the price tag will actually wind up being. He should take advice from Steve Young. You know, right? he followed in Montana's footsteps and did just as well. Uh, yeah. Easier said than done. Another name that intrigues me: Demarco Murray. He only spent a year in Philadelphia. Now all of a sudden. He's jumping to uh, a Tennessee team. Hey, you know what? We don't think he'll be as successful in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Work something out with the Browns. The other thing in the mix is who, you know, who does Hugh? Oh, we lost you there, Larry. You still with us, Larry? I think we, I think we lost him. Just Uh-oh. for a second. Okay. We'll have to call him back. We'll, so. have, to, we'll have to call him back. And, yeah. You know. No, it's interesting what he was talking about while you're, while you're getting him. I was going to ask him a little bit about I mentioned, <clears throat> and I think that was the problem. He didn't hear my, my question, which was about DeMarco Murray of the, um, of the Tennessee Titans, and, and who is now signed with the Tennessee Titans. And it's interesting. DeMarco Murray, of course, was the premier running back of the Dallas Cowboys. Then he goes to Philadelphia, gets less work there in terms of the amount of opportunities he had to carry the ball. And the team doesn't go to the playoffs, and suddenly the Titans uh, pick him up, and they and they worked out a great deal to get him. Apparently, they um, not only reworked his contract, uh, got a, got him at a cheaper price, but all they had to do to get this guy, and I guess um, it wasn't a, a free agency move necessarily; it was a, it was a trade. Um, anyway, well, let me just make sure, Larry, we got you back on, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey, I was going to ask you about this Demarco Murray move, and I'm a little confused here because I heard him talking today about the new team and how excited he is. Was that a free agency move or was that a trade in a – there was some no, he was trap. traded. He I was thought traded. so, yeah. Now, it sounded as if he really wanted to make this move, though, and I'm kind of surprised, you know, given the fact that Tennessee had an awful offensive line. They didn't protect Marcus Mariota very well. Um, but maybe there's a sign that that team is uh, turning a corner, and I guess that's what he was thinking, huh? Well, it's a young team, Bruce. I mean – uh, they've got Taylor Lewan at one tackle. They're going to draft Laramie Tunsil with the first pick in the draft, probably um, you know here in a few weeks. And so they're going to move uh, Luan to the other tackle spot, play him at right tackle. He played left tackle last year. Those are two outstanding offensive line building blocks. And you know they like to they like the eye back. That's what uh, you know Demarco Murray is. He's a true eye back. And he really wasn't a fit in Philly, um, and so I think they, that's why they moved him. And he wasn't. It was an ill. It was a, you know ill thought out signing by Chip Kelly at the time because he really didn't fit what Chip wanted to do. Mm. And it was like and and Brian Matthews wound up being significantly more effective there in Philadelphia this year. Uh, so maybe Murray moves on to Tennessee where he'll probably be more effective. Larry Kruger is joining us, a sports talk host from, from radio station KNBR, the all-sports station in San Francisco. I don't know if you heard this little item. I, I saw it on the wire today, Larry. I was doing the sports, the morning updates at KGO Radio, uh, the sister station for KNBR. And it was interesting. Uh, listen to this story and tell me if you heard this, because maybe Edwards heard this one, too. It's, it's fascinating. Seventh grader Ben Goodell has earned honors at a Massachusetts school science fair for his demonstration on how footballs can deflate on their own. Apparently, uh, Ben Goodell, no relation to the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, tells the Daily Item he wanted to prove that the New England Patriot quarterback, Tom Brady, did not 
deflate footballs in the deflate uh, gate scandal. Apparently, he exposed properly inflated footballs to different weather conditions, humidity and snow, and the footballs dropped by two uh, PSIs after two hours every time. So he won uh, some award at this uh, science fair. <laughs> it sounds like maybe a seventh grader has solved this uh, deflate gate scandal. Pretty funny, don't yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah, but is two PSI enough to, <coughs> to change it? Amer- to a- America's youth. There you yeah. go. They figure it out. America's youth. Yeah. I don't know if They're two- watching tons of TV and, and reacting to that. Well, how how much is a, a football normal? Does he, can he name all the continents? Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. that's a good question. I'm I am not sure. I think it's thirty six, maybe or thirty eight or something. Yeah, but, so you're, you're talking about but, you know six percent, yeah. or something. But I, I, I don't know about you guys, but my feeling about this whole Deflategate thing is it's just a tempest in a teapot. It's like Roger Goodell inventing something to sort of take away some. Uh, intensity and, and some criticism on some other areas that he's not been handling very well. I don't know. What, what's your read on it, Larry? Because you're, you're covering this My lot. read on it is that it's a direct response to not getting it done in Spygate. Yep. You know, he didn't feel like he penalized Belichick enough in Spygate. He couldn't do oh, more yeah. than he did there. And so he went after them aggressively in this Deflategate situation. Hmm. And the worst part about it is you're, you're, you're smearing. I mean, it's one thing if you have a performance-enhancing drug story like in Major yeah. League Baseball. But you're inventing a smear campaign to smear one of the best players in your league, one of the most marketable players in your league, because you're bitter that you lost out in the in the previous ruling against his head coach. I, I, I found that to be very petty, yeah. a gigantic waste of revenue. I'm so glad I hear, I'm hearing you say this because I've, I'm of the same mind, and I, I also think – that it doesn't say it doesn't speak very highly for Roger Goodell to be that vengeful and, and unprofessional. I, to me, it's well, just not only that, Bruce. The fact that this story was morphed into the Super Bowl coverage, yeah, it's become this story is the reason Tom Brady was booed at the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, that's there's, right. There's there's all these people that don't know anything about football that think that somehow this guy's career is anything but 100% legitimate. Hmm. Why? Because of this? I mean, this is the biggest... That's that's the injustice, yeah. is that there'll always be some, like, blemish on his record that has that you know and I know had nothing to do with what made Tom Brady a great or winning or successful quarterback. And yet there's going to be this public, oh, but, but, but nothing. Yeah, yeah. a star after, an asterisk high. after his name. Yeah. Well, from the ridiculous to the sublime, how about the play of the Denver Broncos defense? I, had you ever thought you'd see a team that had the dominant kind of defense that they did with an offense that really wasn't anything special win a Super Bowl? There have been some great defenses, but usually they're, they're accompanied by pretty good offenses at the other side of the line. I was not impressed yeah. with the Broncos' offense in that game, but Denver's defense was unworldly. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, was, I, I did this show – at least Steinberg's draft party, right? And I'm, and I'd been picking Carolina most of the couple weeks prior to the thing, but I decided I was going to really break it down and look at the thing and study it up and look at all the numbers, see if I could just you know try to put together. And the more I started looking at it, I'm like, all right, Denver's outside rush guys, Ware and Miller, are going to beat Michael Orr and Remmers for Carolina. So there's going to be outside pressure on. You know, on Cam Newton, and then I'm looking at the receiver matchups. I'm thinking Jericho Cotchery and Jer- and 
Jer- uh, Corey Brown, Ed Ginn are not beating yeah. these three corners, Tlaib and and Harris and and Roby. Hey, hey Larry, so, stay stay with us. Stay with us one second. Uh, I'm getting a notice about a, a quick break here. Okay. Yeah, hold that thought. Oh, hold that thought. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's some of the defensive backs. Ne- ne- yeah. Next question. Before becoming the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1958, the franchise was called Brooklyn Dodgers. What was the franchise name immediately prior to that? I got that one, too. I I knew you'd have that. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back. Okay, listeners, here's something I'm really excited about. Adventure Connection has true wine tasting and California white water rafting trips combined. Located just one hour east of Sacramento near Coloma, this trip is rated Class 3 for beginning and experienced paddlers alike. But you got to be at least 21 years of age because there's great wine tasting. One day of chauffeured wine tasting followed by a day of white water rafting 11 miles of the chili bar run, including meat grinder, triple threat, and Troublemaker Rapids on California's most popular Whitewater River. A night of camping and four meals are also included. Call Adventure Connection at 1-800-556-6060. Again, the number is Adventure Connection at 1-800-556-6060 for more details or visit www.raftcalifornia.com. Are you wasting hundreds of dollars each year on contact lenses? Would you like to see clearly again without reading glasses? LASIK treats only the surface of the eye and is healthier and safer than wearing contact lenses long term. Dr. Robert Lin had LASIK himself and still sees 2020 and has performed over 40,000 LASIK procedures over the last 18 years. Find out more at IQLaserVision.com. That's IQLaserVision.com. IQ Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent. So email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. 
Trivia question number two. Before becoming the Los Angeles Dodgers in 1958, the franchise was named the Brooklyn Dodgers. What was the franchise name immediately prior to that? Well, they had a couple of nicknames. They had the Bridegrooms, and they also had a name, a name uh, called the, the Robins. And the reason they were called the Robins was that uh, the guy named Robinson was their, uh, the manager, and he was quite a, quite a character, quite an interesting character. And that is the correct answer. Yeah, Wilbert Robinson. Wilbert, Robinson. Wilbert, yeah, that's yeah, right. He was quite a character. The, the next question uh, may be a little tougher okay. for you. all right. Okay, so Larry Kruger from KNBR, go ahead and finish off what you were saying about your analysis yeah. of the Super Bowl. Well, no, I was just saying on the Super Bowl, I could really see that Denver was going to shut down Carolina's offense. Even though Carolina statistically had this great offense, um, they didn't have the tackles to block the outside rushers. They didn't have the receivers to, to win on the outside against Denver's corners. And when you when you don't have that combo – then it's about it's a matter of how athletic are your linebackers. Denver's linebackers are yeah. very athletic, so uh, just Denver just kind of snuffed out Carolina's offense. Well, Cam can only do so much. You know, he, he's, he just couldn't do anything. Yeah, um, yeah totally limited him. Okay, let, let, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say let's talk. Let's talk some spring let's training. Uh, you know, we talked a couple of weeks ago to a fellow uh, reporter who covers the. Uh, action down at uh, Arizona, and he was saying he thought right now that it's pretty easy to see that the Mets, the Cubs, and maybe the Giants are the teams to beat right now in in their respective uh, divisions in the National League. Now, how do you see it, Larry? Do you you think those are the three teams to watch? Yeah, probably. But, I mean, I I like Dusty's Nationals this year a lot. I mean, you got to remember they got Yasmero Petit as their long man. They've got a very and talented rotation. They've got the best player in the league in Bryce Harper. They added Daniel Murphy from the Mets, who was the Mets' best clutch hitter in October. I I like the Nationals. Especially, I love the angle where Dusty in his first year, I mean, his first year in San Francisco, he was great. They won 103 games. First year in Chicago was his best year there. Uh, you know, this is a guy, you know, first year can really turn things around. I like the Nationals. How about the Mets? I mean, the Mets with that pitching. It's so I mean, deep. I love the Mets yeah. pitching. I love the Mets pitching. But something, you know, it's it, Mets aren't as deep as as the Nationals. I think losing Daniel Murphy hurts their lineup. Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I like the Mets' arms. The Mets' arms are phenomenal. They're, the Mets' arms, if they keep emerging, you know, it could and Mats joins the party, they could – Take it to another level, um, but I'm, I'm guessing that there's a little bit of fallback, and that the Nationals get them this year, and that the Mets kind of use this year as a growing year, and they really load up for next year. Do you see the article about uh, the Royals finding Tim Lincecum's secret throwing spot, and then they were asked to leave? It's like they were, you know, not spying on him. <laughs> they they come across him thrown, and you go, hmm, this That's is a very odd response. Yeah, during this guy is going to be asking that same team. If they're interested in committing millions of dollars to him, yeah. like a week, who's going to pick know? him up? By the way, Larry, who do you think is going to go after Tim Lincecum? I mean, there's a lot of teams that need pitching, and the guy's got a live arm. He he may not be what he used to be, but he still has never had any arm problems. Uh, I would think. I somebody... have to guess. I would say the teams that would show interest would be like um, the Padres and the Dodgers, possibly, hmm. and maybe the A's. Um, possibly Seattle, maybe in, maybe in another in some American League team that's intrigued, but I don't. Yeah, 
don't think, think anybody's going to be looking at any kind of. I doubt he would get any kind of guaranteed money or anything significantly over the major league minimum. You think I, that, I can't imagine he's going to get any kind of meaningful contract. You know, well that's got to be demoralizing. You know, you're making millions and being a starting pitcher than getting thrown into being a middle reliever. I, I think it's more demoralizing yeah. from a standpoint of just the ego, though, because financially, I think he's in pretty good shape. But you know, the, the sad thing is, Larry, we we talk about him, we talk about Pablo Sandoval, and and some mm-hmm. of the personalities, Hunter Pence on the Giants, and the Giants always had such a colorful. Uh, clubhouse, they still do, but it's kind of you know we're sort of selfish out here in the Bay Area. We like these these characters, and I guess it just chips a little bit of, away from that magical sort of element that we had for a couple of years in in San Francisco. Well, I mean, you know, you you didn't even know Tim Lincecum until you did, and and the Giants have a bevy of young arms that have a ton of talent that are ready to break through. I mean, I, I understand that sentiment. But at the same time, I just watched the Giants play on the MLB Network over the weekend, and I saw no less than five guys that I thought all were major league caliber arms. Chris Stratton, Alberto Mejia, Chase Johnson, Derek Law, Ray Black. All these guys are filthy. I mean, and, and they're all, and, and a few of them are almost ready. Mm. So they don't have room for, you know, hold on to a sentimental value type thing i mean if their rosters were 28 and you say yeah you know what this guy's meaningful to the community and he may get it together physically and we'll just float him on the roster and but they don't they have 25 man rosters and so every guy on that roster has got to like have a meaningful role and he's got to contribute and is, is tim still looking wait th- they got they got better guys they have better mm-hmm. options is is tim you think he's still looking to try to get a, a starting role yeah, I heard his yeah, agent do an interview, and he said that he'd like to have a starting role somewhere. Mm, so that's going to be that's tough. That's be really tough. not in the mix. The Giants have about you know four or five other starters that they'd like to go to if if uh, Kane or PV can't can't do it. We have a lot of fun out here on the West Coast because the Giants have won three uh, World Series in the last six years, and they've done it on the even years. And this is an even year. Does that? I mean, obviously, that's not a reason for to, to support the Giants going to win the World Series this year. But on paper, they look like they're pretty good. They they could be, uh, you know, back in in the mix this year. I, if I had to predict it, I would say that they their rotation is going to look different at the end of the year than it looks right now. Oh, no question. I don't yeah. know, and that's not necessarily good news. No, but uh, I've got physical concerns about Plato. And Payne um, and PV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, and PV. I think and I, and I think, I think all three of those guys are not going to give you full seasons. No. And so I think there's going to be opportunity for that next tier of pitchers: Clayton Blackburn, Chris Heston, um, Hunter Strickland, you know, possibly Adalberto Mejia, maybe Kyle Crick, maybe mm. uh, Tyler Beatty, mm. uh, maybe Chris Stratton. There's a number of these guys are going to get an opportunity, I think. Or you may see them. Make a deal and move some of these guys for a veteran. I think they'll need to have another starter besides what they have. You know, I always wondered when you know you have a pitcher who is doing poorly, and then for some reason another team gets all excited about picking him up. I mean, well, sometimes they think maybe they, they can see something that's wrong with his arm or his motion, and a, a pitching coach gets all excited about that. I mean, we've seen that happen oh, too, okay. haven't we, Larry? Where a guy yeah. goes to another uh, team, and all of a sudden he becomes the second coming of, of a Hall of Famer. Well, don't discount it. I mean, too, the, 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 there's also, you know, there's a couple different factors at play here. One, 
the leagues are quite a bit different. I mean, going from the American League to the National League, they're more over-aggressive teams in the National League. The American League hitters are typically a little bit more patient. They'll wait it out a little bit more. Um, and then also, I think in this era where you're playing the the um, you know the the unbalanced schedule, if you will, and there's so many head-to-head divisions, I think what you see you saw it a lot in free agency this year. Guys who are almost specialists in a division where they uh. want to stay in that division because they know I've played in the American League East the last five years. I know Tampa, Boston, the Yankees, Toronto, or I played in the NL West, so I. I want to stay in the NL West and move around to those teams because I know those teams. Hmm. Don't discount that angle either these days. That's no, that's true. I mean, if you you know you play consistently against the Dodgers and you know exactly who you're going to be pitching against, you know you, all the scouting reports and all that. But now, speaking of the Dodgers, yeah, uh, you know they always seem to be spending a lot of money and always trying to get to that top, and they always seem to be falling. How do they look this year? Well, it's going to be a very interesting year for the Dodgers because they are relying on some of the game's greatest talents and some of their young some of the youngest talents. Um, I think their pitching rotation is going to blow up physically. It already is starting to. Mm. Red Anderson's going to be out for a while. Ryu's not 100% healthy. I've seen Kenta Maeda and he clearly has talent, but he looks like a guy who's not going to be that durable. He's used to pitching not Every five days, and that's what you know. They they give they pitch once a week in Japan. He he's going to have to pitch every five days, and he's kind of diminutive. I, I expect their rotation around Kershaw to blow up. Now that being said, they have two arms in the minor leagues that are viewed as the two of the top young arms in all of baseball, and that's Julio Urias or Uri, Urias, uh, the lefty, who some people think is one of the best young pitchers in the game, and then Jose De Leon, who I did see the other day pitch in the Cactus League, and he is really nasty, a big right-hander, big power right-hander. So those two guys could impact things quite a bit. And then position player-wise, you know, Corey Seager, is Corey Seager going to struggle and be this guy who kind of doesn't have a great first year, or is he going to be what he potentially can be, which is like a 30-homer, 100-RBI, 300-hitting shortstop? He could be an MVP candidate. If he steps into the big leagues and is an MVP candidate because he's got that kind of talent, and L.A. could be a monster. If Puig bounces back and has a huge year, if Peterson bounces back from that horrendous second half where he hit 128, you know, the Dodgers have huge talent, but they also have huge volatility in their talent, and they get a lot of questions. So mm. if they could be a 105-win team, or they could be an 80-win team. Or not an 80-win team, but like an 85-win team. But you know, even if they so win 105, they always seem to lose it in the uh, NLDS. Yeah. Or the next I haven't been to the World Series in 78. Very volatile team, but they're also yeah. the most talented teams in the game. Hey, before we let you go, I've got to ask you about Kansas City because they lost Johnny Cueto. Two-prong question there relating to – you mentioned Cueto, and I always felt the same way you did, Larry. When I saw the Giants sign him, I was kind of cautiously optimistic because he's got that violent motion. He's had some – He's had some injury problems. Uh, first of all, you know, losing Cueto, how much of an effect is that going to have on Kansas City, and how do, how do they look? And then secondly, is Cueto going to be the answer to the number two spot for the Giants in their rotation? Yeah, I mean, first on Cueto, I mean, it was a huge roll of the dice, $130 million. Yeah. I mean, it really, the only thing that can work well for the Giants is that he has two great years and then opts out. He's got the opt-out after the second year. That's probably the best hope in this thing. Otherwise, I think this deal could be really, really bad, especially physically if he breaks down early. Mm. Think about that. If he breaks down early, 
he's going to opt in after the second year. So, you know, it potentially is a six- or seven-year deal for the Giants, commitment-wise. It's a massive commitment. And their track record on these commitments is really, really bad. Mm. And so I'm very, as much as I want to be an optimist because it's spring, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I can't be that optimistic. Now, We're thinking Barry Zito here, huh? Yeah, yeah I'm, really. I'm worried about his, worried about his health. Yeah, but if he's healthy, he'd pitch big in October, and he's a big game pitcher, and they plan on being in big games. It could be one of these things, Bruce, where this guy wins, helps them win a World Series in the first couple of years, and then winds up being a really bad, you know, financial albatross on the back end. Mm. As far as Kansas City goes, I like Kansas City as an organization. I like Dayton Moore as a GM, and I like Ned Yost as a field manager. They gave him an extension, so he's now secure. I think they've got some good young players coming up through their system, and it's not, they're going to have a hard time replacing Zobrist. They're going to have a hard time replacing Cueto, but I still think they're a 90-win type team. Larry Kruger from KNBR, thank you so much for joining us today on Sports Econ 101. Anytime. Great, gr- great to have you here, Larry. All the best, man. Okay. Take care, guys. Hi. All right. Larry and I, as I said, we worked together for about eight years. So, uh, And I and I work in the same building. When I work at KGO and I fill in there, I see Larry all the time. Good guy. Really okay. knows his stuff. Yeah, he sure does. Okay, here's our last trivia question. From 1891, the Pittsburgh franchise has been a consistent one named the Pirates. What was the franchise called from 1882 to 1892? Okay, so just before they were called the Pirates. That one I do not know. Oh, we knew we'd get you on one of them. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that bell. We'll be right back. Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for day, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. When we cut to the last commercial break, we had a stumper for our friend Bruce. Yes, you did. This baseball question. From 1891, the Pittsburgh franchise has been a consistent one named the Pirates. What was the franchise called from 1882 to 1890? Boy. So basically eight years before right. they were called Just the Pirates. Eight what years. Were they for called? eight years, huh? They had a different name for eight years. They did. Okay. And it was the Pittsburgh, name of famous river. The Allegheny. That's right. There you go. The I, yes, so I, have, I did I, remember that. Yep. The I, Pittsburgh Allegheny. Yep. How can you call yourself a river? How does a river <laughs> hold a baseball bat or a glove or throw a ball? Well, well, the, uh, I guess the Mets, can... the Metropolitans, I mean, that's yeah, kind of... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah, <laughs> there's some there's some funny names for teams. Oh yeah, they had the Cleveland yeah. Spiders. How about and... the How about the St. John used to be called the Red? I guess they are called now the Red Storm. What yeah. the heck is a Red Storm? <laughs> I mean, come on. And uh, or the Scarlet Knights and yeah, uh, yeah all those kind of fun. yeah. There's so many weird. I love the Scarlet Knights. I think that's a cool. Name. That actually, uh, that, yeah, that's, that's true. That actually is an. Uh, well, no, a who cool are the name. Scarlet Knights? That's a team. That's a, a team back east somewhere. Yeah, uh, it, Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, Rutgers. There I was thinking go. about the the. Don Imus, who made the comment, and then they suddenly caught on the map. Remember, he kind of... Oh, no. I don't yeah, remember Yeah, a couple no. of years ago, he oh, made okay. a, a derogatory... Uh, about the Scarlet Knights? Yeah, well, about Rutgers, the girls' basketball team. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He, he didn't like the makeup of them, oh, so, okay. so to speak, I no, guess. No pun intended. I mean, the they, makeup and women, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But I'm Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> Is this thing on? What was the other one? Uh, Boston Pilgrims. Boston Pilgrims. Pilgrims that's right. right. Yeah, yeah, they, they, and I mentioned the Brooklyn Bridegrooms. Uh, Cleveland. You saw Cleveland Spiders. I love that name. Yeah. Didn't they have the Boston Bees too? They did. They had a team called the Boston Bees that became the Boston Braves. And I. Okay. And I also think the Boston Red Sox might have been called the Boston Bees at one time. At one point. Yeah. One um, point. Of course, we had the San Francisco Seals out here on the West Coast in Triple A ball. I love that name. That's a. <laughs> that was a great. I mean, we had the Hockey Seals, the NHL Seals, and then we didn't get a, a, another Marine. Critter until the San Jose Sharks showed up. <laughs> yeah, there, you, there go. you go. Okay. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, giving away more free vacations for answering sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown, and we'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.